stays in there and what you do with it. You can determine that. So notice what he says now. Watch this. But I say, walk by the Spirit, that is, follow his direction, his promptings. You'll not carry out the desires of the flesh. What do I mean by promptings? Now watch this. Here's what I mean by prompting. Let's say that I'm heading in some direction and I'm getting ready to make a decision about which way I'm going and I just say, Lord, I just need some help here. And he gives you a little prompting and then what do I do? I ignore the prompting and choose my reason. You know what I do? Take the wrong turn every time. That's just one simple illustration. What I want you to see is this. He is so interested in your personal life, he will prompt you about many things, not just some big temptation, but the promptings of the Spirit. Now, with that in mind, I want to give you three words. If you will jot down these three words, and if you will understand how simple but how profound and how meaningful and powerful they are, you will find your Christian life taking on a whole different perspective. And what you'll find is this. You'll find less defeat, fewer defeats. You'll find more peace, more contentment, more success, more joy, more self-control in your life than you've ever experienced so that the Christian life's no longer a burden. It becomes a buoyance in your life that lifts you up every day. Three words. Are you ready? Number one, persuaded. What do I mean by persuaded? You have to be absolutely persuaded. You cannot live the Christian life in your own strength. Once you start doing it in your strength, you're gone. Persuaded. Persuaded that I cannot live the Christian life myself. I can't do it. I don't have the strength to face that kind of temptation. I can't do it. He says I can't. Now, I'm coming to the place I realize I can't. You say, well, I think I can handle it. Then, you know what? Your flesh will present you with something you cannot handle. This is why people come to counselors, and this is why they come to pastors and say, I never would have believed it of myself. I never would have. I never thought I'd do it. I, 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 I just can't believe I would do that. Sure you can. Anything you try to do in your strength, you're going to blow it. Not going to work. You've got to be fully persuaded that you cannot in your strength live the Christian life. The second word is a tough one. Surrender. Surrender what? Surrender your mind, your will, your emotion, your conscience, your consciousness, your body, your soul, your spirit. Surrender yourself to the Holy Spirit. You say, well, how do I do that? Let me tell you how you don't do it. You don't run down some church aisle and say, I, wanna, I just want to yield everything. No. If you want to yield everything, this is the way you yield everything. And it takes courage. You have to say to the Spirit of God, Holy Spirit, reveal to me every aspect of my life. Show me my areas of weaknesses and my frailties. Because I want to yield every aspect of me. I yield my mind to you to think your thoughts. I yield my will to you because I want to do your will. I yield my body to you, every aspect of it. My eyes, what I look at. My ears, what I hear. My lips, what I speak. Every aspect of my body is yours to guide, to control, to discipline any way you see fit. I want to walk and to live in absolute submission to your will. Now, what will make all of that happen? 
one thing. The third word is trust. I've got to believe that he will do exactly what he says he will do. Listen to what he says. Walk by the Spirit, submit it all to him, fully persuaded that only he can do it. You will not carry out the desires of the flesh. Now watch this carefully. He said, did I just do that once? No. You do it today. And it's a wise thing every morning to wake up and just say to him, Father, today, I'm totally yours. I can't live the Christian life today. I can't do the things that I'm facing today. Because is it not true that there are things in your life that you feel inadequate? What do you do? You can, oh, God, I can't handle this. Lord, if you don't help me today, it's going to blow it bad. You know what he wants you to say? You can't do anything very well apart from him. The truth is, listen, think about this. Here's Almighty God who is willing to live out in your life every single day what is necessary in order for you to become the person you ought to be and to accomplish the work that God has set up you to accomplish in your life. And it's yours for the asking. And all you have to do is to make that decision. Will you ever fail again? Yes. But now you're going to know the difference. And you know what? You'll never be satisfied hanging around and lounging around in the flesh once you have decided and once you have experienced what it means to walk in the Spirit. Thanks for joining us today for In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. The Holy Spirit enables every believer to have victory over sin. That doesn't mean you'll never fail, but when you pursue righteousness, your attitude will change and you'll no longer be satisfied living in the flesh. To learn more about the power of God that's within you if you're a Christian, check out our resources at intouch.org and listen again by clicking on Today on Radio on our homepage. If you'd like a copy of Dr. Stanley's complete message, The Troublemaker Within Us, open the bookstore page to place your order. Again, that's intouch.org or call 1-800-IN-TOUCH. You can write to us at InTouch, Post Office Box 7900, Atlanta, Georgia 30357. Many people live with self-imposed strife. Thankfully, there's a remedy for that. Today's moment with Charles Stanley is just ahead. Have you ever forgotten something God taught you when you were reading the Bible? When we take note of what God reveals to us, it helps us to apply it to our lives. With the Charles F. Stanley Life Principles Journal, you can keep track of your spiritual journey and be transformed by God's truths. This journal features artwork of Dr. Stanley's 30 life principles, lined pages for writing, a prayer journaling section, and more. To order, call 1-800-IN-TOUCH or go to intouch.org slash journal. Trusting God each day can be a challenge, but working to grow that trust brings greater joy and peace than we could ever find on our own. In Trusting God with Today, the new 365-day devotional from the teachings of Dr. Charles Stanley, we are encouraged to believe in God's love and rest in His purpose for us. Pre-order at intouch.org slash today. You're listening to In Touch. Is your life not what you'd hoped it would be? Hear how to find lasting peace and true joy 
in A Moment with Charles Stanley. Which of these would you prefer in your life? Now, this is the first section. Immorality, impurity, sensuality, adultery, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outburst, of anger, disputes, dissension, factions, envy, and drunkenness, carousing. How much peace and joy and happiness do you think you're going to have with that? Not any. Or you can wake up the next morning like this. Depends on what you want to do. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Which group do you think will bring you contentment and happiness in life? Certainly not the first one. So this is why I said to you, if you're an unbeliever, you know why you'll never find what you're looking for in life? You can't. There's only one place to find it, just one. And that is in a personal relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ, as the Holy Spirit works within your life. That's the only way. Once you trust in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sin, you're adopted into God's family. Humbly receive that gift today and log on to intouch.org to learn more. Tomorrow on In Touch, if you've ever wondered about the security of your salvation, Thursday's program lays the scriptural foundation for turning our doubts into blessed assurance on In Touch, the teaching ministry of Dr. Charles Stanley. This program is a presentation of In Touch Ministries, Atlanta, Georgia, and remains on this station through the grace of God and your faithful prayers and gifts. Welcome to Breakpoint, a daily look at an ever-changing culture through the lens of unchanging truth. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street. Not long ago, most non-Christians treated pornography as a harmless expression of sexual freedom. For half a century now, Hugh Hefner's Playboy philosophy has largely dominated, teaching people to wink at porn use. Children discovering a relative so-called stash became a popular trope on TV and in film and was played off for laughs. In the digital age, however, distribution and access became easier and the content grew darker. Finally now, more people seem to be admitting the content poses a life-altering danger on all who stumble across it including, and especially, children. Back in 2021, singer-songwriter Billie Eilish confessed to being one of those children harmed by pornography. In an interview, she described her first encounter at age 11. Quote, I think it really destroyed my brain, and I feel incredibly devastated that I was exposed to so much, she said. The things she saw on screen gave her nightmares and led her to not saying no to things she would have refused in her own relationships. While Eilish has not been the only voice crying in the wilderness, in the wake of our collective reckoning with abuse and addiction, it's become clear that most children are introduced to sex through online pornography, and what they're encountering is like nothing that previous generations knew. For example, mainstream left-leaning publications like The Atlantic and The New York Times have recently featured essays grappling with the explosion of online pornography featuring children, and just how difficult it is to separate that illegal content from what many now view as the acceptable consensual kind. Anyone who is still attempting to tame or domesticate this content needs to wake up to the devastation it is inflicting on kids and teens. Recently at The Guardian, theater director Abby Wright described her project to discuss this topic in appropriate ways with 10,000 children and young adults. These kids, some as young as six, described a reality that's nothing like that one seen from Home Alone. Quote, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. You see something and you reenact it. That's what I like because that's what I did. And that's what I did because that's what I saw, one young man said. 
The average age at which kids are first exposed to this content is now 12, and there are plenty of outliers. And according to Wright, many parents are just naive about this fact. Quote, whenever I mention to the parent of a child that age that many six-year-olds have seen pornography, they say, oh, my child hasn't. One teenager simply scoffed at that assumption and said this, if you put a phone in a child's hand, you're putting porn in a child's hand, end quote. A young man from London summed it up this way, quote, I think pornography is soul-sucking. People can't do anything else. I don't want to get to a point where I feel like I'm not me anymore. Look, porn in any form is a radical distortion of God's design for human relationships. It's an attempt to force something that is transcendent into an imminent box and to pretend that something that God intended to be thoroughly meaningful can just be made meaningless. But it cannot. Anytime something sacred is mocked and the image of God and all involved is denied, there will be victims. And now, a generation of young people are voicing their sorrow and their regret because of what we defended a generation ago as being so-called freedom and harmless fun. This was true when Hefner mainstreamed porn back in the 50s. It's even more true today. This means that we have to keep unsupervised devices out of unsupervised young hands. It'll be hard, but do it. And as a society, it's past time to end this systematic assault on young eyes. And now that so many seem to be finally quote-unquote getting it, maybe that opportunity's here. And to learn how you can join the cause, check out the terrific work of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation by visiting nsexualexploitation.org. For the Colson Center, I'm John Stone Street with Breakpoint. Today's Breakpoint was co-authored by Shane Morris. And for more resources to live like a Christian today, go to breakpoint.org. Ministries Without Boundaries presents the power of gospel music featuring the legendary Pastor Shirley Caesar singing all her hit singles. October 6th at the Melbourne Auditorium, 625 East Hibiscus Boulevard, Melbourne, Florida. Also featuring Marlon Anderson, Anderson Stephanie, Stephanie McRae, McRae Angela, Angela Weaver, Weaver, Joan Nesbitt, Veronica, Veronica Paolo, Carly Nephew, and Miss Daniel Plummer. You don't want to miss it. For more information, call 718-781-0671. That's 718 718- 781-0671 Melbourne Auditorium October 6th